Welcome. Hola, what's good? Hey, y'all, hey. You are tuned in to Circle Up with your girl and main host, Amanda Hurd. Y'all, we are super excited about this episode right here. This episode is titled Shift. Stop hesitating in fiction thoughts and start healing now. Don't you hate being in that place where your thoughts seem to be a little bit louder than your reality? Example, you see someone staring at you from across the room and all you can think about are your flaws. Or maybe you've been consistently working on a particular thing and then you come face to face with it and you seem to fail at it once again. Or here's a big one. What about when your mind won't allow you to be at peace due to anxiety and depression, always playing tug of war with acceptance and love? This episode is prepared to push you forward. This episode will challenge you to shift your mindset. It's designed for you to stop stalling in those empty shadows and to move forward in who you are. So wait no more. Grab your drinks, snacks, and chairs, and let's get ready to circle up. What's up, listeners? Hope all is well. Hope you're doing great. And most of all, I hope that you are remaining blessed. Listen, last week um, in episode one, we talked about the different scars that we may have encountered in life. Um, These scars that were caused by um, our perception. We talked about just the different things that we've experienced in life that may have, you know, um, now caused us to to see things in a particular light because of what we've went through. Um, we were also challenged to examine some of those scars, to revisit those places and see how they may have taken a toll on our perception of how we do life now. This week, we are going to ride the wave of shift. Um, we're going to be challenged to Switch our minds from a place of defeat to a place of prosperous. So let's jump right on into that. Our minds. Our minds can be considered a beautiful thing. Um, Our minds hold a massive amount of space and they lock in some of the most unimaginable memories. The mind can be a place where we can consider it safe. I said safe. (laughs) Where we can consider it safe or a danger zone. You see, our minds, they capture some of our biggest dreams and desires. They hold our deepest secrets and wildest fantasies. However, we must be clear and understand that our minds are one of our biggest battlefields. See, this is the place where our insecurities run free and our perception teams up with the things that the naked eye or emotion feeds it. Um, We're warned so many times in this life to be mindful, to be mindful of what we allow ourselves to take in. It can be extremely hard, like for real, for real. It can be super hard not to act out on or believe what we allow to consume our minds. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I know that (laughs) when I was little, 
Uh, and I used to watch like this little superhero cartoons and stuff. I used to watch this stuff all day, like day in and day out. And when I would watch that, I would fall asleep, you know, thinking that I was this superhero or pretending to be like this superhero. And in my dreams, I seen me like flying around and zipping and zapping everything. And so because I took that in all the time, um, it would cause me, you know, um, throughout the days to to run around and you know act out the things that I seen. I also used to watch this movie every single day, and I have no idea who even. But I think who bought me this movie? I'm not even sure who bought me this movie, but it was called The Princess and the Goblins. I don't know if any of y'all seen that's an old movie, but that movie was so scary. I remember those goblins that <laughs> used to come in the middle of the um. I want to say it was like a forest or something. The princess was walking through the forest and it was these goblins that lived in the forest. And every time it got to that place, it was extremely scary. I would always be so scared that a goblin was going to get me some way or another. And so, um, I used to, I used to get scared at nighttime because I thought that, you know, when all the lights cut off, the goblins came out. And if I wasn't careful, a goblin was going to snatch me up. See, this is just an example of how we have to be very mindful of what we take in because it's so easy for our minds to repeat and replay the thing that we allow to feel it. And so when it does that, we begin to act out in those emotions. It's hard to not believe what the mind is continuously feeding you. We're also told in life to be careful in the way that we think because it's our thoughts that make the people that we are. When you think crazy, you act crazy. <laughs> when you think you're smart, you act smart. When, when you think that you got it all together, you think that you look good, you think that you feel good, those are the ways that we move about. So that is pretty much put to test each and every day of our lives. Whether we recognize it or not, that is the reality of, of who we are and how we, and how we become what we are. I used to think that being an overthinker was a odd, was very odd. It was just weird. Um, it was so weird to me that I never really wanted to admit it because it made me feel some type of shame. Like it made me feel embarrassed that I was an overthinker. When you think about um, people or not, not even people, but when you think about how overthinking works, um, it, sometimes it puts you in this box or in this place where you know, people don't really too much want to deal with you because every little thing that's said or every little thing that's done, they know that you're just taking it to the extreme. And so I never wanted to admit it. I would just have that in the inside and never really kind of show forth or never really let anybody know. And shame is shame is something that I'm trying to tell y'all, it will hold you down. Shame is heavy. I don't care how strong you are. If shame jumps on you, you're going to feel its weight. Dealing with just that repeating, the repeatingness of the embarrassing moments in my head over and over again. Um, just having trouble sleeping because my brain wouldn't shut off. I used to spend a whole lot of time, you know, thinking about just the different hidden messages and the things that people would say or events that would happen. Is anybody else out there like that? Like you find yourself constantly dwelling in your mistakes or spending a lot of time worrying about things that you have absolute no control over. That, that was me. And honestly, 
sometimes I still kind of deal with it. It's not as heavy as it used to be. I still overthink a few things, um, like a few situations. But because I'm aware that I'm an overthinker, I know that, hey, Amanda, calm down. Go back. You're overdoing it. So I found a way to kind of control it. But it's it's definitely not a um, not a fun thing to deal with. But after talking to a bunch of people, I come to find that there's a whole lot of us out there that are overthinkers. It's so many of us that, I mean, it seems like it's more common of uh, people overthinking than those who don't. The most annoying thing to me about overthinking is the fact that it interferes with problem solving. Now, overthinking has a whole lot of problems of its own, but the most frustrating one of them all to me is the fact that it wants to get in the way of you trying to solve a problem. See, it will cause you to dwell more so on the problem than to look for a, a solution. This is how our realities can become blurry and this is how our thoughts become loud. The things that seem to be like... um that seem to be right or wrong situations seem to look worse than they really are it's like when it blurs when it blurs the reality you become in this confused state then you have to kind of be able to waver what's right and what's wrong and what they meant by this and what they didn't or when it's just you and when it's really what's happening so that's the thing that gets on my nerves the most it interferes with with um, your problem solving. This is how failure interferes. It's like when you're doing all this overthinking and you're stuck in this place, failure just sneaks right on in. It tries its best to keep us down. Our minds are held captive in the thought of failing instead of reaching a place of how to get back up. We're constantly thinking about how hard the fall was instead of thinking about how easy the get up can be. This is why I thought overthinking was odd this is why I, I was so embarrassed to to expose that I was an overthinker because when you see somebody who's not or more so hides that they are and they hide it well it makes you down yourself it makes you think that you have a problem and that's something that was really hard to deal with um when you're an overthinker it's easy for anxiety and depression to creep in um, you Because you remain in this lost thought of a false reality. You see, when we allow ourselves to continually think on the things that can't help us move forward, what happens? We begin to slide backwards. This is, again, why it is so intense that we are mindful of the things that we allow to fill our mind. Because... If or when we get to a place where we're backed up in the corner and we're facing defeat in our minds... There will be no form of escape if we're stuck in the place of overthinking. If all we have in our minds to fight back with is stress and worry, then the fight back will be void. You see, we can't beat defeat with defeat. It's like that game Rock, Paper, Scissors. Like, y'all know rock don't beat rock. <laughs> paper cannot beat paper. It just doesn't work like that. See, two of the same things, they work together, not against. So it's it's important that we feed our minds with positive fuel. This takes me back to a time I remember when I experienced the loss of hope. See, when I lost my um when I when I experienced 
a loss of hope, I I loosened my grip on on truth. This was one of the most saddest moments in my life. I loosened my grip on truth. And after that, truth was nowhere to be found. What do I mean by that? I mean, it seemed like I was living in the shadows of the night. Everything that was light, it was so close yet so far away from me. Day in and day out, hurt, pain, and suffering followed me. Disappointment, shame, and anger kept me while people arguing and and people fighting it felt as if they were surrounding me loneliness defeat and death hunted for me in this place these things began to shape my mind in such a way that it created a battlefield every day i had to answer to the thoughts that held me hostage these thoughts that were reminding me of this false worth they used to uh, keep me in this place stating over and over again that I was absolutely nothing. You see, in that place is where when we're stuck in that place, it forces lies to take root in us. When those when those lies take root inside of you, it begins to manifest. And when it and when it manifests, it manifests as a truth. Now you meaning now you are believing these lies to be true. You're worthless. You're not good enough. You can never move on from this. You'll never be anything. These are lies that have now manifested inside of you that you believe. You see, when I was exposed um, in that place, I I, I was able to um, uh, uh, shake hands with the wickedness of the dark. Things were sent to me to make me feel better, uh, like drugs and things like things that, that help you you know, stay down. They, they, they make you feel a sense of happiness for a short period of time. But in reality, it was only numbing me. You see, I would crawl back looking for more of those things to make me happy. But it seemed like the more I found, the more I lost. I began to lose more and more and more of me as the lies took root in me. And because of that, depression walked right on in. Everywhere that I went, I viewed everything through the experiences that I were going I was going through. I looked for an escape, but with looking for an escape, I was fighting with the tools that worked with it instead of against it. You see the loudest thoughts in my head was the thought that I would go with. So no matter what was actually happening in reality, if I if I couldn't make my mind agree with it, then it wasn't so. In this place, you'll ask or you may think like, wow, well, where was her family or where was her friends? They were there and they tried to pull me out. They really did. But because of the percentage of those that I chose to be with was larger than those that were trying to pull me out. And not just that, but also the fact that I was sold to the thoughts that made me believe nothing was wrong. I didn't leave. Nope, I sure didn't. I didn't go anywhere. Every time the opportunity of shift came, I would find myself in a defense mood. I would find myself believing that all was good. And I made up in my mind that when the right time would come, then I would move. You see, when we're stuck in this place, we never understand that time keeps going. And we'll never have the opportunity to get that time back. We can never understand that that. 
that is our exit and healing is only a shift away. It's hard to tap into the power that we already have placed on the inside of us that would give us the very push that we need in order to move forward. You see, in this place, I've learned that I've learned that the mind is powerful. And honestly, I've experienced a lot of its strength during that time. There's a couple of sayings that I also found along the way to be true. I've, I've found that if you put your mind to it, then you can do it. Simply meaning that when something is embedded into your mind, it becomes your focus. And when you are locked into your focus, your drive to succeed will be pushed. I've learned to be true that our thoughts are the seeds that we plant. Again, this is another reason why we want to be extremely careful of what we allow to fill our minds. Because once this seed is planted, the nourishment will find its way. Meaning the things that your emotions feed it. The thing that your emotion feeds it through the, through the tube of life's experience will begin to make that seed grow. I've learned that if, if you develop a strong mind, you will lead a strong life. You see, these are some key tools that, that we have to grab hold onto and we have to use in order to help build a sturdy foundation for our mind. It's important that we, that we speak life even in dark places. What does that mean? What does that look like? That means, that means sending positive feedback no matter what the situation is. Leaving no room for lies. Sometimes it's going to seem crazy and most times you, you will feel wrong. It is hard to speak against the very thing that's in your face telling you I am truth, I am truth. But when we choose to speak against that situation, we are leaning on hope. And it's with hope that's going to bring us through to see the brighter side. We must be, we must be careful and, and watch the company that we keep. Meaning surround ourselves with strong-minded friends, strong-minded people that are uplifting and encouraging. Those that are rooted in hope continuously seeking visions and goals. I'm not saying shut out those that are not. I'm not saying disconnect or even cut yourself um, um, away from, from those that are not like you because I want us to be mindful and I want us to understand that we still need to be a light. We still need to be that example because in all honesty, if if I had to go through what I went through when I lost hope and there was no light in the circle that I was around. If those disconnected from me that had light, then how would I get through? Who would be my example? What would, what would help me come up out of that place? So keep in mind, be, be the example. Don't just leave them hanging out there. Be the example, but surround yourself with those that are rooted in light. I've learned to do what makes you whole instead of the things that only make you happy. Understand that happiness is only for a moment. 
Understand that happiness can fool you into numbing yourself for a short period of time instead of healing yourself for eternity. Understand that the key is to find joy. And that can only be found in being whole, which comes through Christ. Listen, believe in you. Believe in yourself. Don't wait for others to approve you. Know that whatever you take in is what you're going to put out. So I'm encouraging us to take in focus, take in strength and prosperity, take in the truth of who you are. Know that you are loved, desired, and wanted. Know that you can, you are, and you will. Understand your strength and know that nothing can break you. Take on peace because it belongs to you. Choose to believe that you hold a power, a power that is greater and deeper than within the mind, but within your spirit. You see, when our minds, when it's open and it's roaming and, and all kinds of signals of defeat decide to move in, know that you have the authority to evict them. Know that you can override problems, choosing to put them in their place, not allowing them to have control over your life. That's the power that's deep within. See, although the battle takes place in our mind, understand that that's not where the battle begins. Move into the mindset that cancels all lies. Listen, friends, it's time to shift. It's time to stop hesitating in the shadows of false thoughts and to shift into your, your healing state. Switch over into the thoughts of healing, being whole. Get out of the darkness. Don't allow your mind to tell you you are something that you are not. It's about time to put away with the lies that try to control your life. Expose them for what they are. It's time to grab hold of the truth of who you are. Know that you can do all things. Understand that the all, all things that you desire to do, you can do them through him who gives you strength. Fear not. Know that the Lord is with you. Be not dismayed. Know that he will provide strength and help just for you. And to top it off, finally, my brothers, my sisters, my listeners, my friends, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, if there's anything worthy of praise, Think about these things. Dwell on these things. Allow these things to consume your mind because these are the things that will help you when you're backed into that corner to fight back. So let's take on the challenge to shift. Let's take on the challenge to shift our minds, to stop covering ourselves in shame and guilt. Let's take on the challenge to start healing. Start healing by believing the truth that God says about you. Let's reach for liberty. Let's reach for liberty by using that power that is deep within our spirits to push through our breakthrough. Let's shift. We would like to thank you again for tuning in the Circle Up with Amanda Heard. I hope this message was able to reach someone in a place that would encourage them to shift their mindset 
from lost to found, from defeat to conquer, from struggle to release. If you are that someone who decided to take on the challenge to shift your mindset, but you may need help with discovering what God says about you, then feel free to reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram message at circleup underscore ah. Or you can directly email us at C-I-R-C-L-E-U-P dot A-H at gmail.com. Be blessed.